Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Good morning, this is Hillary, a friend of veterans in New Orleans, Louisiana. Psalm 46 through 17. In sacrifice and offering you have not delighted, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the good news of deliverance to the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have not spoke I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. As for you, O Lord, you will not restrain your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. For evils have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and disappointed altogether who seek to snatch away my life. Let those who turned back and brought to dishonor who delight, let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha, aha. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. Exodus 12, verses 1 through 13, and verses 21 through 28. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat, You will make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire. With unleavened bread and bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted, its head with its legs and its inner parts. 
and you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. In this manner you shall eat it, with your belt fastened, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be assigned for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourself according to your clans, and kill the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop and dip it into the blood that is in the basin, and touch the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You shall observe this right as a statute for you and for your sons forever. And when you come to the land that the Lord will give you as he has promised, you shall keep this service. And when your children say to you, What do you mean by this service? You shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. For he passed over the houses of the people of Israel and Egypt when he struck the Egyptians but spared our houses. And the people bowed their heads and worshipped. Acts eight twenty-six through 40 Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, Go and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture that he was reading was this, Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop. And they both went down into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, 
And as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Here ends the reading. Good morning and welcome to First Formation. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from uh, the 40th Psalm, uh, verses 6 or 17, and then we get the um, Exodus account of the first Passover and um, the kind of the conclusion of the 13 plagues. Uh, I can't remember if it's the 13th or the 14th plague, but it's this really moving and heartbreaking story um, that leads up to uh, the death of the firstborn of all Egyptians. Um, but also the uh, escape of the Hebrew slaves from Egypt. And finally, uh, a passage from Acts 8, where the first Gentile is converted um, by Philip, this kind of little-known apostle um, who, um, who actually disappears magically before he reappears uh, back in Azotus. Um, but uh, perhaps... Certainly not more importantly, but also this morning is the, um, the feast day for Sebastian, uh, Sebastian of Milan. Sebastian of Milan is a soldier saint, um, and he is one of the few martyrs that I know of uh, to have been martyred twice. Uh, as the story goes, he was a uh, soldier in uh, the Roman military, and he... Um, came under the persecution of Diocletian in about 303, 304, and he's out as a Christian, and they tie him to a tree and run him through with arrows. Um, and he becomes a patron saint of archers. Um, he also is the patron saint of athletes because of uh, some linguistic uh, things that make uh, a whole lot of uh, overlap between athletes and soldiers in uh, the early Greek and Latin passions. Um, but he is not killed by the arrows. He's rescued by St. Irene of Rome. He is nursed back to health, and then he decides to go find the emperor during a military parade and start taunting him, at which point he's clubbed to death and be- finally becomes uh, a martyr, martyred twice for, uh, for his faith. Um, the uh, the, re- uh, the f- reflection I'd like to keep pretty short because the, the reading was so long, but also to um, uh, share my excitement for a long list of co-hosts that are going to be coming um, every couple of days or every other day um, for the foreseeable future. Um, if you'd like to co-host, if you'd like to record uh, scripture reading from uh, one of the mornings, either a morning of your choosing that hasn't been taken already, Or just in general, if you want to support by co-hosting and recording uh, the scripture and sending it to me, uh, feel free to be in touch and I'll share with you instructions on how to do it. Um, You'll see uh, St. Sebastian on the the episode artwork. I do try to emphasize, and I have for the last year, emphasize the soldier saints on their feast days. Um, But as as the podcast ages and more co-hosts are involved, uh, I, I will probably move only slightly away from that and not give as much time to uh, the Soldier Saints, in part because this same day last year, I gave 
another account of Sebastian of Milan's um, passion and and martyrdom, um, which you can look up here on either on Anchor F, Anchor.fm or Spotify. Just look for this um, this day of, of last year, 2019, and you'll see my reflection on Sebastian. Um, tomorrow is also, uh, I'm sorry, this morning is also the feast day, or rather the the holiday that uh, memorializes Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and I kind of like how his his holiday is actually a, a day of service where um, federal workers, nonprofit workers, they won't go to work, but they, they will commit and they'll typically organize for themselves some kind of service outside their normal work uh, in, in remembrance for Martin Martin's great service to our country as a, as a prophet and as a Baptist preacher and as a leader in the civil rights movement. Um, Martin uh, shares a uh, spiritual heritage uh, of mine from Martin of Tours. Um, and the reason for that is um, he was born, um, goodness, now I can't remember the name he was born by, Ralph? No. I can't remember. Um, but he, his, he did not have his name changed until later in life. I think he was a teenager. When his father, and possibly with him, I, although, although I don't remember, in 1934, uh, Martin Luther King Sr., who was also a, a preacher at Ebenezer Baptist Church, he took a tour of Germany in 1934, um, not long after the Nazis began their rise to power, but before World War I. And this black preacher, uh, um, the great Martin's uh, father, saw um, the problem of Nazism and took um, great um, hope in Martin Luther, the reformer. And so he changed his name and his son's name. I don't, I don't think that it was forced on his son, but they both changed their name from uh, to Martin Luther and kept their their family name of King. Um, and Martin Luther, the uh, German uh, Protestant reformer from the 1500s, um, who nailed his 95 theses to the door at Wittenberg, um, he was a troublemaker uh, of the highest order, perhaps uh, more, even more so than Martin Luther King, though maybe not. Um, and Martin Luther was born on uh, November 12th in the late 1400s, I think 1483. And the custom at the time, because uh, the Catholic Church in the West was really the only church, um, it was quite powerful, it was customary to name your child um, after or very much like the name of the, um, the saint upon whose feast day you were born. So uh, avid listeners and other hospitalers will recognize that November 12th is one day after November 11th, and we all know that November 11th is, ve- no, I mean Martin's, Martin Mass, or the Feast of St. Martin. It also happens to be Veterans Day, it happened to be Armistice Day, but before all that it was the Feast Day of St. Martin of Tours, who is my patron saint and the patron saint of the Hospitallers of St. Martin. And the Hospitallers are an ecumenical monastic community in the Episcopal tradition that focuses on prayer, reconciliation, and hospitality. And these, the podcasts, uh, they are, they're shared through the Hospitaller's social media because one of our um, chrisms is prayer. 
and every morning First Formation shares uh, morning prayers for high church low lives, the humble, hearty folk caught at the crosshairs of God and country. Um, and so prayer, um, it, because prayer is so important, I've been sharing it through the hospitalers and I've, I'll slowly begin winding down any kind of First Formation social media and keep it under hospitalers and continue to, to share Martinalia and other stuff on uh, the Hospitalers website and anything that the Hospitalers are doing to include meetings and events or conferences, um, but also this uh, podcast. Um, I produce it myself. Uh, I don't, uh, I, I try not to um, share it as Hospitalers, but as a Hospitaler. So um, I hope you'll uh, enjoy the, the co-hosts that are lined up and uh, continue to listen um, as this uh, podcast continues to grow and evolve. Um, and also, finally, if you have any prayer requests, um, I am happy to share those either um, uh, you know, in my own words or if you want to leave a voice message on the Anchor FM uh, iOS or Android app, I think they also... Uh, provide it on web browsers at anchor.fm slash first formation. Just go ahead and click the uh, voice message button and I will review it and share it or um, take your email or direct message and share whatever prayers uh, you might have that way. Prayer for After Worship from the Book of Common Prayer Grant, we beseech you, O Almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may, through your grace, be so granted, grafted inwardly in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living to the honor and praise of your name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.